Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeff. If you're a Christian entrepreneur like me, you know how important it is to build our businesses on the foundation of God's word. That's why I wrote my new devotional, Navigating Entrepreneurship Through the Lens of Scripture, a 30-day journey for Christian entrepreneurs. And I wanted to let you know that it's now available on Amazon. And you can also check it out at navigatingbiblicalentrepreneurship.com forward slash devotional. Welcome to Business God's Way podcast. My name is Jeff Elder, and I'm an online business coach, Christian leader, and funnels expert. This show is where we help established Christian online coaches create more income, freedom, and impact while keeping God at the center of everything we do as entrepreneurs and leaders. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. This is our Friday episode, and we have been going through the book of Proverbs, and we have been pulling out topics that are related to leadership, and we are looking at the priorities of a leader. What should the priorities of a leader be? What makes us a leader that people want to follow? What makes us a leader that will honor the Lord and will have the most impact in people's lives? And the book of Proverbs is full full of wisdom and tidbits and instructions for not just Christians in general, because the book of Proverbs isn't necessarily a leadership book. The book of Proverbs is a book for Christians, for any Christian that wants to live a wise life. But like I said, there are so many gold nuggets in the book of Proverbs that we can apply to the leader's life. And that that is what we've been doing on these episodes on Fridays. And so today we are going to continue this series in the leader's priorities. And we are going to talk about how the leader is to impart wisdom and knowledge to those who follow him or her. And the book of Proverbs is so rich with how we are to speak to one another. And this is why I wanted to dive into this topic. We have to be so careful as leaders with the words that we choose to use. And I confess, there have been times when my words have not have not been very gracious. There has not been a lot of wisdom in the words that I have spoken to people. And the knowledge that I share with people, there have been times when that knowledge has been detached from wisdom. And it is so vital that we understand this. It is so vital that we understand the power of our words as leaders. 
we have people who look up to us. We have people who respect us. We have people who are following us. And we have to be careful with how we speak to them, with how we speak with people in general. You see, all words have the power to lift somebody up into the very heavens of heaven, or our words have the power to bring somebody down into the very pit of hell. This tongue that lives in our mouth, it is, it is powerful. It can be used for good and it can be used for evil. And this is why James 3 speaks to this issue of the tongue. And I want to read you this passage. It's going to be kind of lengthy, but it's so important that we read these words of James as it relates to the tongue and to our speech. James 3, verse 1 through 12. Not many of you should become teachers, my brother, my brothers, for you know that, who, that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also, though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder. Wherever the will of the pilot directs, so also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell, by hell. For every kind of beast and bird and reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things not ought to be. Does a spring pour forth the same from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can salt pond, neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. We have to tame this tongue 
that can set a forest ablaze. And it says that when this happens, it is the very fire from hell that is unleashed with a tongue that is not tamed. It's interesting that this tongue that we use to speak can both praise the Lord and it can also send people into a downward spiral because we are not careful with our words. James 1, 26, James says this again, if anyone thinks he is a relig- if if anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. So if we are walking around thinking that that we are religious, that we are a good Christian, that we are a good leader, and we do not have control of our tongues, and everywhere we go, we are just setting a forest ablaze and burning it down with the words that we speak, we are deceiving ourselves, my friend. We are deceiving ourselves. We have to be careful with the words that we choose to use. Proverbs 14.3 says, By the mouth of a fool comes a rod for his back, but the lips of, a wise, of the wise will preserve them. You see, when we have an untamed tongue, that's not wisdom. There's no wisdom in that. There's no grace in that. This is why this, these verses that we're going to look at today, we're going to deal with this idea of imparting wisdom and knowledge. That is what our priority should be as leaders, to speak wisdom and knowledge in a way that lifts people up. We are to use our tongue and our speech for that purpose alone. This topic of the tongue and speech is so central to the book of Proverbs. It's interesting that in the book of Proverbs, there are 915 verses and 340 of those verses speak to the issue of the tongue. And it speaks to both the incorrect way of using the tongue as well as the, the, the improper way to use the tongue. And today we're going to look at the proper way that we are to use our tongue and to use our speech. And over the next few episodes, we'll be talking about what a, how we should be using our tongue is a, in a positive way so that our speech is edifying and encouraging and full of wisdom and full of knowledge. 
And I want to transition now into this idea of imparting wisdom and knowledge in our speech. Proverbs 17, 27 through 28 says, whoever, whoever restrains his words has knowledge. And he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When, his, when he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. Whoever restrains his words has knowledge. If we restrain the words that we want to use that we know are going to hurt somebody, it's because we have a knowledge of the impact that our words can have. We have a knowledge of how God wants us to use our words. This is why wisdom is so connected with speech and why knowledge is so connected to this as well. My goal as a leader, your goal as a leader, is to be leaders who impart wisdom and knowledge. And if our words do not do that, if our words do not edify, then it is better for us to keep our mouths shut. There is wisdom in not saying what we want to say sometimes. Even when we want to speak the truth to somebody, there is wisdom to the timing of that as well. There is wisdom in the timing of when we say what needs to be said to somebody. Now, we say that to them in grace, in truth, and in love, but we also have to add wisdom into the mix. When is it appropriate to say what needs to be said? Is it best to just keep my mouth shut right now? Is this going to hurt the person even more if I open my mouth and say what I need to say, even if it's truth? And if I'm angry and I want to say things that are not very nice, there's wisdom that says, do not say that. Do not go there. Now is not the right time cool off a little bit which is what verse 27 here says in Proverbs 17 he, he who has a cool spirit so if somebody says something to you that that just makes you angry and want to use words to retaliate and to tear down restrain from using those words Cool down a little bit. Think before you speak. This is the priority of the leader. Proverbs twenty one twenty three. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. I laughed when I read this verse because I so often speak things that get me into trouble. 
And it would have been better for me to just keep my mouth shut because it didn't add value. There was no wisdom in saying what I said. It was unwise. It was foolish. But whoever keeps his mouth and tongue keeps himself out of trouble. And this isn't just keeping our mouth quiet, but this is even God in the words that come out. Keep a guard over the tongue and the words that come out. And more often than not, if we would have chose different words to speak to somebody, we would have stayed out of trouble. This is wisdom. This is wisdom and it's knowledge, right? It's knowledge because we are understanding what these scriptures are teaching us. This is the truth of God's word telling us that we have to control the tongue. We have to be careful with our speech. This is, this is knowledge. This is the knowledge that we are told to seek out. We are told to seek out wisdom and knowledge so that as we as leaders seek out this wisdom and knowledge, then we can in turn impart the same wisdom and knowledge to other people. Again, this is our goal as leaders with our speech. This is why this is a priority for us to learn how to speak to people with wisdom and knowledge. The wisdom of God and the knowledge of God. This is why we are called to seek these things ourselves. Proverbs 22, 17 through 18 says, Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you if all of them are ready on your lips. This is why we need to keep God's word hidden in our hearts. This is why we need to memorize scripture. This is why right here in verse in Proverbs 22, we are told to incline our, our ears, to lean in, to seek and to hear the words of the wise and apply our hearts to knowledge. We are told to do that first and foremost as leaders, but then we ought to be the answer sometimes to somebody else's seeking and hearing for wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom and knowledge comes from the Lord first and foremost, but sometimes God uses us to speak that wisdom and to speak that knowledge into other people's lives as they seek as well. And this is why it's so important that as we impart knowledge to people, when we are teaching them the things of God or just life, if it is devoid of wisdom, then that knowledge is foolishness. If 
people are seeking knowledge and we are seeking knowledge and we are given knowledge apart from wisdom, then it's all foolish. Because wisdom, wisdom infuses that knowledge with rightful thinking, with rightful thinking, thinking the way the Lord wants us to think. But we can't do that ourselves if we're not seeking these things for ourselves as well. We need to be seeking the Lord. We need to be seeking wisdom. We need to be fearing the Lord. Remember, in Proverbs 1, it talks about the beginning of fear or the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Wisdom comes, my friends, when we surrender and when we follow and when we worship and when we fall in awe of God and we allow him to rule us and we allow him to speak into our lives. That is wisdom. And so when we, when we speak into other people, when we speak knowledge into their lives, if we are not seeking wisdom ourselves, if we are not having communion with God and seeking his face and praying to him and asking him for wisdom and for knowledge, then we will be no good at helping other people when it comes to imparting wisdom and knowledge into their life. We have to incline our ears first. We have to take the lead. We cannot separate knowledge and wisdom, my friends. It is so important that as we, as leaders, impart knowledge to those who follow us, so, so important that we surround that knowledge with wisdom. You see, wisdom is what, wisdom is, is that God. Wisdom is that gatekeeper of the things that we say. It is the gatekeeper of the knowledge that we impart onto others, right? Wisdom is the thing that says, okay, I want to impart knowledge to you right now. And maybe that knowledge is a rebuke or a correction or an edification or whatever the case may be. The wisdom in that process is the gatekeeper that says, say this now or don't say this now but maybe at a different time or maybe it's wait until you cool down a little bit before you impart this knowledge to somebody cool down don't allow anger to take over because if it does then our words will not be from a place of wisdom and the knowledge that we want to impart will be misheard or not even heard at all. So see wisdom as this gatekeeper. Wisdom is what tames the tongue 
and prevents us from speaking death instead of life. Proverbs sixteen twenty one, a wise the wise of heart is called discerning, and sweetness of speech increases increases persuasiveness. The wise of heart is called discerning, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. If you want to persuade your followers as a leader, then your speech should be sweet. There's also discernment. Discernment in how we say what we say, when we say what we say, and the heart behind why we want to say what we want to say. If we want to win people over, my friends, as leaders, it's not going to be by a tongue that burns down a forest. <laughs> it's going to be by a tongue that is guarded and tamed and infused with wisdom and sweetness. This is how we impact as leaders. This is the kind of speech that we should set as priorities. People are looking to us. They want our leadership. They want us to impart knowledge to them. They want us to teach them the ways of the Lord. They want us to teach them from our experience and the things that we've been through but they want us to do it in a loving way, a way that shows compassion and empathy. This, these are the things that bring sweetness to the words that we speak. Proverbs 20:15. there is gold and abundance of costly stones, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. The lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Knowledge is an amazing thing. It is precious. It is needed. People need knowledge today. Those that we lead need knowledge today. It is a precious gift that we can give to those who follow us. But again, we have to be wise in how we speak this knowledge into people's lives. It is so vital, my friends. So vital. It's this idea, this idea that we implement this first ourselves. Are we seeking wisdom? Are we seeking knowledge? Are we being foolish and not listening to the wisdom and the knowledge that God gives us either through his word or through somebody else, another leader, a pastor, a friend, a godly person who you know loves you and wants the best for you? 
Are you allowing yourself to be humbled or to be humble enough to receive that wisdom and knowledge? Or are you prideful? Do you turn away from it? Because if you're the kind of person that does that, then my friend, it's going to be very hard. It's going to be very hard for you to be the kind of leader that can impart wisdom and knowledge to other people. It's almost hypocritical if you're not pursuing it yourself and yet you're expecting your followers to listen to you. It's not going to happen. It begins with us as the leader. We need to be striving after wisdom. We need to be striving after knowledge. First and foremost, the wisdom and knowledge that comes from God. But when we are in that position of surrender and being able to do that for ourselves, it's only going to make us even better leaders because we will be able with all integrity to be the person that God can use to impart wisdom and knowledge to other people. So my friends, let, let us tame the tongue. Let us get control of our tongue. And let our speech be only that which edifies and lifts up. Let us not use speech that tears people down. But let us be wise people who out of that wisdom that we gain from God, let us then and only then speak knowledge into people's lives because when knowledge is combined with wisdom that is a life that leads to abundance all right my friends that is all for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in today i love you guys and and my prayer my prayer is that we would be the kind of leaders that God can use to have a tremendous impact. Have a tremendous impact for the kingdom of God. That is my prayer. That is my prayer for me. That is my prayer for you. I love you guys. I am praying for you guys. Until next time, continue to do business God's way.